0: Employee experience, and how it relates to customer experience, is a hot topic, but an often overlooked aspect of EX is the workplace environment. Things like layout, colors, scent, etc. As more and more people work from home, the environment these employees work in can become an afterthought. At the risk of sounding too woo-woo, Claire Bosk, set out to improve working environments, even if that environment is also your home, by fusing traditional feng shui, neuroscience, and modern business principles, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, to form the Biz shui method. This week on Next in Queue, we touch on how falling down allows you to move forward, how environment affects human behavior, practical, and simple modifications you can make to your work environment, how to deal with a bedroom-based workspace, and why the position of your desk really matters. Let's get to it.
1: Welcome to Next in The podcast for contact center and customer
0: experience professionals. Next in Q is brought to you by Happy To, your service team's personal coach, giving them the process, resources, and insights to deliver the perfect customer experience over the phone. Learn more at HAPPITU.com. Now, here's your host, Rob Dwyer. Thanks for joining another episode of Next in Q. As always, I'm Rob Dwyer, and today, I am joined by Claire Bosk. Welcome, Claire. Thanks for joining. How are you today?
1: I'm very, very good. Thank you. A Busy, busy little bee today, but I'm so good and so excited to be with you.
0: Well, I appreciate it. And you're joining me, I think, at the perfect time because (laughs) I have Uh, So for for those people that watch this podcast regularly, uh, you'll see some familiar things, but you'll also notice very much that I have moved. I have changed spaces. I have actually moved back into the office. um, And so I'm taking my home office into the office. I haven't spent a lot of time getting things set up uh, just right. And I think maybe you can help me with that with today's topic
1: (laughs) now this is kind of really perfect timing isn't it i think there's nothing like actually being in the space and i think you know uh, sometimes we you know subconsciously if something feels right or if something doesn't And if, you know, you're sitting somewhere or there's something not quite right, you're going to get up and move it or you're going to change it or you're going to turn it. And that is the key of what a lot of people, a majority of people don't realize. It's our environment has an effect on us, Mm -hmm. our state of being, how we feel, how we think, how we behave. This around us, that, you know, all that energy around us will affect how we feel.
0: Yeah, so you wrote a book all about this that is aimed at business professionals and and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but in particular people who are now working from home that maybe didn't in the past. And that book is called Biz Shui.
1: Right. Um. Yeah. So there's there's a bit of a story. So you know, like you, um, I've been in customer experience and I've been running my own business for 13 years. Um, doing mystery shopping. So the call of my service at the beginning was mystery shopping. So I'm a mystery shopping at heart, mystery shopper at the heart. Uh, I've written a book about it, the secret diary of a mystery shopper. Um, and um March 2020 arrived, and I lost my 12 years of business in three days. Mm. Um and it was a really kind of wow. <laughs> wow 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 i'm a single mom i've got two children i had to you know have a roof over their head i had 12 years in my business my baby you know it's just Mm -hmm. it was just incredible and it hit me really hard um and it, it took me quite a few weeks to actually get back get you know move forward from that really state where you're just completely devastated and you don't know where you're going Um, And at that moment in time, I kind of um, somebody poked me on the head and somebody said, Claire, you're not doing things aren't going right for you because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing we all have a path in life we all have a purpose we'll come here and you know you know when you're on the right path things go right people turn up Mm -hmm. you know you feel good it's like you're on holiday all the time because you know it's like that real good flow and things were not on the flow it was slow it was hard it was like I was swimming upstream you know it was really really tough and so since I was on that head by that lady i decided to come out with something that i'd been doing in secret really um and that's feng shui so i've been a feng shui practitioner so feng shui with an american accent
0: (laughs) feng shui (laughs) with a french
1: accent (laughs) um uh, so i've been a practitioner for 10 years and i never really told anybody I haven't, you know, because I've gone, you know, customer experience, it's very corporate and, you know, it's very, no, 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 you know, and suddenly you say, yeah, let's do some feng Shui, and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think Claire's gone all woo-woo kind of things, you know, <laughs> um, and really, you know what? I just lost everything anyway. So I had nothing to lose that I actually think if now isn't the time to actually help people who were used to be in an environment when it was an office, it was a team, it was things around them. And suddenly they're working from a kitchen table from the side of a bed. They've got two or three or four other people working around them. If now isn't the time, well, I may as well pack up and, you know, do something else really. So I took, you know, big courage and I started opening up and talking about Feng Shui and actually using the words and actually starting to, be very woo-woo. <laughs> 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 but when when you think about it, you know, that is what it's all about. You know, when you create an environment, if you walk through a restaurant and you walk in and the lights are lovely, it smells gorgeous, you want to eat all the food, the menu looks good. You know, the waiter and waitresses, they've got super cool uniform, they're really friendly. Wow! You know, you connect with all your senses and you're going to feel good. You're going to stay there. You're going to buy more. You're going to recommend your friend and family. And it's the same. Everybody needs to feel good to be able to be um, productive and creative and feel, you know, well-being and all that kind of things. And so there's, there was a piece missing when we talked about the customer experience about that environment piece. And that's why I created Bishri, because the environment piece, we were not talking about it. Whether it was the customer journey, and we talk a lot about the customer experience and the customer journey. Whether it was the employee journey, you know, the environment will affect us as a person. So creating an environment for our employees to feel good in and be able to be more productive, creative, you know, less stress, better well-being. Um, they will sell better, they will you know, talk better, they will be there with you, they won't be sick, and all that kind of things. And for your customers, increase your customer loyalty, because they feel good, they want to stay with you, they want to come back with you. So, yes, I've gone completely, <laughs> I've embraced <laughs> the woo. <womb. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I've created Base Shui, which is really, really fabulous.
0: Well, I want to to dive into that a little bit and maybe talk about some practical applications. But you said something that um, I have heard before on this podcast that I want to talk about a little bit. And that was you were at a point where you felt like you had nothing to lose and that allowed you to to pivot into something. Can you talk about I don't know. I think there's some fear, but also some freedom with being in a place where you feel like the security that you once enjoyed is now gone and how that allowed you to just change your mindset. Because it sounds like you weren't ready to do that until that moment.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, And it was very much, you know, I've I've been a single mom, I've had my business, which worked really well. Um, But you've got those kind of things, you know, you've got a mortgage, and you've got the children, and you've got, you know, all those kind of things, which really, you know, kind of are Part of it, you know, you've got business to do something as well. Um, And so I had responsibilities in one hand, which is really when you think about it, it's that yin and yang. So I I was always in that yang energy, always pushing, always doing more, always going, always, you know, trying to look for the new things. And then suddenly there was nothing else. And I had to get back into that yin energy. I had to go into that moment where it's it's the calm it's 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 the dark it's the time of reflection it's the time where you could start opening up you know when you're walking and you go and have a walk and then suddenly you've got this idea or you're in the shower and then because you're in the shower and you're doing nothing else they're just having the shower that's that aha moment right um and sometimes we're so busy that we haven't got the space to let other things come in and that's also a very, and it's a very interesting time where you're actually re- questioning everything that you're doing. You're questioning everything that you're doing. Um, and my mystery shopping had done really, really well. I know myself, I wanted to move more into keynote speaking and moving into doing a lot more uh, of that inspiration kind of uh, on stage. Um, so again, already my mind had, shift, had shifted from the mystery shopping to that excitement to be on stages. You know, I'd gone to the Philippines, I've gone to India. And so in a way now with a reflection of it, it was a blessing in disguise because it made me close the business. So I closed the business. It made me close it. I may have continued for another two, perhaps three years, but eventually it was, it was something I had to do. And so the pandemic, I think a, a lot of the time, a lot of the businesses had to rethink about what do they do? And that was kind of that moment where thinking with the insight that I have now, it was a silver lining. It was, you know, I've fallen down. What do I need to go to move forward now? And, you know, where do I really want to go? What do I really want to do? How do I really want to serve people? Um, and it, it's very, I think that's that reshuffling, isn't it? We, we talk about that big refu- reshuffling our lives. So many people have done that. And that's why there's a massive issue with recruitment all over the world, because suddenly everybody's thinking, well, if they don't care about me, why should I care about them? I'm going to try to do something by myself. So for organizations now to, to retain talent, to recruit talent it is really difficult. And so that employee experience is becoming a lot more, you have to be a lot more inspiring, engaging, you know, and really kind of getting the people to be with you on that journey because everybody has a purpose. They feel they want to leave something, you know, and that's, I think that's a, that's a big thing now. Our, our teenagers, our millenniums, they don't want to be working all those hours that we used to work, but they really, they will do and go the extra mile. If they feel that they're part of a they're doing something right. You know, they'll look at the vision, they'll look at the mission of the organization. Does that align with me as a person? Is that really where I want to go? And that's that really kind of has made everybody be better at what they do. I hope. I hope, you know, (laughs) because you've had to rethink about everything, haven't you? How do you engage people? How do you inspire them? How do you deliver those services? How do you serve people? So,
0: yeah, there has definitely been uh, a big shift in the way people are approaching a lot of things. I know uh, there will be some people that already are thinking man, I'm not ready for this woo-woo. I don't buy into that. Uh, But you've said some things that I think we should all take note of. And that is we do these things already for customers. So if you think about uh, any retail location, there is so much thought put into the experience of a retail location, the lighting, the positioning, Um, the way that you walk through the school, through the Mm -hmm. store and, and how that, um, guides you to certain things and Mm -hmm. when you experience certain things, right. All of that stuff that's at the register, that's there for impulse buying. It's Mm -hmm. there for a reason because someone's put a lot of thought into, um, how the environment affects human behavior Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes i think we forget that that applies to us not just in a retail environment right it applies to us in our work environment our home environment wherever the case may be so
1: even going um, to a friend's you know you can go to a friend's house and have a coffee and you walk in there and you suddenly you go have you done that before so you'll mm-hmm. sit you'll have your coffee and then do you want another one and should we have another no i'm sorry i've got to go I've, i really have got <laughs> to go and you think i'm never coming back there
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely
1: you know you so don't know why but it felt it didn't feel right you didn't feel yeah. safe you didn't feel comfortable it didn't give you that impression that you know you, yeah and that's where your body does our body is here to protect us so all the time, our body is kind of oh, there's a noise here. Oh, my, you know, I'm seeing something on the side. So our bodies are always trying to protect us all day long. So when you're feeling somewhere, oh, and then you can sit on that chair and just you know, oh, feel good. Suddenly, your whole body just feel good, and you you see the difference straight away.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about. Um, first, I think uh, some things that are are maybe a little more high level. And then we can we can dive into maybe some specific applications. But but let's talk about you discuss in your book really nine keys. Can we can we go through some of those and and talk about exactly what they mean?
1: sure so uh, again it was always about using that those elements or those principles and blending them with our personal state of being and the customer experience so it was always about you know that missing piece in the middle that i talked about and so uh, when i've created Bishui, those nine steps um, first look at the the specific of the the environment um, and understanding assessing you know, looking, you know, doing a survey, you like a business. Where am I at this moment in time? Right? You know, so you kind of you you're assessing the environment and how it feels, and you know, where you are this moment in time. And then the, the the really the second step is very much about clutter. And I say that because clutter is whether it's in your head, whether it's in your home. It's block, it's bad energy. So before you can do anything, you will never put beautiful, fresh flowers into a dirty vase, would you?
0: <laughs> no.
1: You wouldn't. No. Right? So, you know, you need to clean up, you need to clear up so you can actually start doing things the right way. You can start adding different things into your, own, your environment so it feels good. So you got those very specific steps that you can start assessing clearing up and then you can start adding some of those feng shui or you know the environment piece of it the environment psychology um that you have with very specific principles from the feng shui uh the chinese principles so things like the yin yang yang balancing that energy you know um if it's too yang you know people are going to be kind of going crazy and shouting at each other and arguing all the day long. If it's too yin, I mean, they're going to be like that, you know, they're going to be procrastinating, playing on Facebook and never doing any work, right? So you need to create that balance between the yin and yin, depending on which area you are in your home or in your business. And then you've got different things about, uh, there's a principle, which is the five princi- the five um, natural principles. Um, the five principle of nature. So that means that the Chinese knew that if they feel good to enhance and create harmony, you have to have those five things. And that's nature. Instead of bringing living outside, you've got to bring nature inside to create that harmony. And they all work within each other. So you have the water element, the water will feed the wood, feed the, the trees and the plants, The trees will feed the fire, right? When you have fire, it feeds the earth because it makes the ground. Mm
0: -hmm. The earth
1: would feed the metal. You get all those metals underneath the ground. And then the metal would feed. The, the, the water elements when it's saturates, you know, you see that on cars, for example, when it's water, you know, when it, why do you have car, water on cars when it's really cold outside? That's your metal and water element. So to have an environment who feels as if you were in nature, really creating that harmony, you always want some of those five elements within your spaces. Let's do it. Something very simple like a pot plant. You could have a single pot plant in the, for example, a metal pot. The metal pot could be red. So there you are, you've got your red element for fire, you've got your metal element, you've got your ground that you've got your your pot in, the, the wood element, obviously that's the plant, and then you're watering it. So straight away you've got you you see how you can actually Mm -hmm. use those elements to really create a little bit more energy or a little less energy using the different colors the shape the the all that is is very much part of how you creating those different energy throughout so all the elements have got different characteristics
0: fascinating uh, how so, are you
1: feeling in your space at the moment,
0: Rob? This is a good question. So here's uh, one of the things that I am challenged with. I am challenged with a space that has no window.
1: Right. So okay.
0: what does someone do if their space doesn't have a window? How do how do you deal with that? Because obviously I'm not going to buy a real potted plant that's not going to get any sunlight because it's just going to die
1: it is you also have a very kind of gray watery color um water it's very an emotional water a very emotional the water when you've got too much water around you it could feel quite draining um quite low in energy um and if you haven't got any any also natural daylight coming in you're gonna have to get a little bit of things going there so (laughs) (laughs) because you're gonna be drowning you're gonna be drowning in that water right it's like oh. (laughs) so there's a couple of things that you could do which are very simple really in a way is you could um, add um, either you could have a wallpaper. You know, they've got those wallpapers, like nature wallpaper with a big window there.
0: Mm, mm-hmm.
1: So that's a really super, very simple way. You could even draw the the window, you know, in front of you, and then you could <laughs> imagine, you know, create like a a nature pl- plant around it, and you go window because the window is about looking at opportunities you know, and really kind of having that vision. So you, if you haven't got any windows around you, create a window, perception of a window. Or it could be something where, you know, in front of you, if you've got, on the wall, <laughs> in front of you, have something that is inspiring you. So you're aspiring and looking at it. Where is your door, Rob?
0: So the door is just to my right.
1: Okay, so that that that's fine. So one of the things that, you know, um, we see very often is that actually for more com- cosmetic side of it it's that people put their desk right in front of the the wall so they're basically facing a wall all day long mm-hmm. and then you say well you know things aren't going right it just feels like I'm banging my head against the wall well yes you literally are banging your head <laughs> right and it's very very you look at those analysis you know when you start thinking about it tell me what are those four men behind you
0: well those four men are the Beatles, and they are made of lego uh as is my little r2 back there uh and i have some more lego that i'll probably be bringing in but uh, i do notice that that is a you know, it's it's just plastic,
1: right? It's plastic. They're also very grim on those pictures. I mean, there's better pictures of uh, <laughs> of the Beatles, much more inspiring than that. They look very more like, you know, the full Daltons or something.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't choose the pictures, but I did put them together. You know, they're they're actually just little little tiny pixel pieces and so you build the the whole picture so
1: very cool you need to think what you're saying is they're they're
0: not happy enough i need something happier they're not happy
1: enough so you're already in the bowl you're in a fish tank at the moment (laughs) which you know (laughs) there's no window and now you're putting four men behind you who looks like they're gonna kill somebody (laughs) No wonder you're feeling a little bit low at the moment, Rob. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but when I do see them, I think of wonderful music. So there's that.
1: Okay. So that's one of the things that, you know, you want to add on as well. It's especially when you've got an office which has no window. Think about your the five senses, right? And a very simple way to connect on that emotional level is to add some of the five senses. Add some gorgeous smells. Do you have any gorgeous smells in your office?
0: Not yet.
1: So get yourself a diffuser, because also, you know, I want like you to start getting some energy into it. So get a diffuser, and then it's a diffuser, you put a couple of... um, a drop of something like tangerine or lemon or orange something very zesty that'll kind of bring a bit of that yang energy and the diffusers I use is like you put water in and it's kind of bubbly as well so you've got that kind of movement of water kind of bubbly and then it just spray the diffuser and it's just lovely and then suddenly you (gasps) oh Mm, you know there's nothing like it to walk into a shop and smell fresh french bread you know i used to be at disney world i worked at disney world when i was 20 years old at 21 and uh, and we had queues of queues and queues of customers all day long in a french pavilion at edcott because they used to put a drop of french bread in in the air conditioning and people <laughs> right as simple yeah. as that you put a couple of drops of french bread in the air conditioning and people will come same with sausages right if you're a supermarket yeah. put a drop of sausages or bacon and then everybody will go to your counter there'll be nothing left in your butcher <laughs>
0: <laughs> the bacon will bring me that's for sure
1: you know what i mean so maybe not too much bacon in the office right <laughs> but something a bit zesty will be will be really good and then what so five senses what do you smell what can what do you touch so how what's your desk feel like is it is it rough is it soft is it cold is it hot so how you know is there something that when you're on it, does it feel cold? You know, do you need perhaps put something so you've got your hands covered and it doesn't feel as as cold as that? You know, what's that touchy feeling? You know, those, those touchy feelings really mm-hmm. important in thinking about that. And then what can you hear? So obviously we're doing a podcast at the moment, so you're not here listening to anybody else. But uh, I've got a friend of mine who is a Feng Shui practitioner, and he says... Music is sanctuary for the air, isn't it beautiful? Mm-hmm. You know,
0: yeah, it is. You,
1: you put that sound of music, and suddenly you're transported somewhere else. You're back into dancing your your wedding day music, or or you're on that concert that you've seen something. You you remember yourself straight away. The music is just so powerful. So, you know, add a bit of music around to actually help. You know that kind of the connecting with the the five senses as well and of course view what do you see have you got enough light around you because light is fire so at the moment you've got a lot of water going on so you want to add a little bit of fire to your to your space as well so perhaps extra lamps around could be giving you a little bit more of that um, that yang energy into your into your space does that make sense
0: yeah, yeah, actually, I'm looking at some lamps to put back in the corner, some LED lamps to give a little mm-hmm. color. Yeah, so that yeah, I'm not drowning
1: anymore. You're not drowning? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Maybe, take maybe a little
0: too. red back there. Or so,
1: know. um, actually, um, now you said your door is, did you say your door is on here? Okay, so, uh, another part of the feng shui is this nine areas of our life so when you start one of the principle is called the bagua so when we look at a space and the space of whether it's our home our office you have nine areas of our life and when you're walking through a space it's always the mouth of the sheet the mouth you know of the energy comes in your door opens up and the energy comes in right so when you sit when you stand at the door. The top left-hand side corner, so the corner you were talking about just behind you, is your prosperity corner. Mm. So what does it look like at the moment is an ugly man with a moustache is in your prosperity Ah, corner. ah, ah, Fair ah, enough, ah, is an expensive, is a very rich one.
0: (laughs) Sorry,
1: I'm, glad, I'm glad it's <laughs> not on the top right hand side of your office because that would be your love corner and maybe we'll have problems then your wife may have a <laughs> <laughs> may have something to say
0: <laughs> well I've got some work to do on uh on the other walls it sounds like definitely
1: bring a bit of nature in that would already suck up that uh water that you've got around mm-hmm. you
0: Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about uh, some of the things that uh, we're obviously talking about some practical things that I can do in my office, but a lot of people are still trying to figure out whether it's because they've moved, uh, maybe they're going back into the office, maybe they're still at home, they're trying to figure out their home office. What are some things that you've noticed that are easy fixes. I mean, we've talked about the clutter, we've talked about the nature, but what are some easy fixes for people that may not be in as uh, dreary of an office that I'm in, but they're in their home somewhere, they've got their kind of workspace, what can they do to really just improve their own space?
1: So one of the the hardest things to, to the challenges things that you have is when you actually have to have your desk or your workspace into your your bedroom
0: mm-hmm.
1: because your bedroom should really be just a space for sleeping and making love and really kind of it's your boudoir it's that space where you recharge your batteries where you really should have just ying energy you know so it should be very calm and very peaceful and restful and so a lot of the time with the pandemic a lot of people have had to put a desk in their in their bedroom and that's kind of where you're starting to kind of have that mixed between the the home and the the, the work that the, there isn't any more a differentiation so you're working all the time you're going to bed and you're seeing your computer it's flashing with a little light and you've got your bills going on or you've got all the stuff that you need to do tomorrow on one pile and then you know you may have you know things under your bed because there's no other places to put them. So you're starting filing things under your bed and suddenly you wonder why you don't sleep at night and why are you are worrying all the time about things and you, you stay awake because you're actually sleeping on your bills basically. And so this is really kind of really important. There's two things you need to kind of create a real habit. If that's the space that you and there's no other way that you have to have that space and use that space in your bedroom is to really create habit as if you were going to work right so you get up in the morning you have your shower you brush your teeth you get out of the bedroom you go and make yourself a coffee you prepare your bag you go back into the office as if you were doing the office if you can have you know some kind of uh, what do you call it um, uh,
0: Partition
1: partitions that's even better. But most of the time, if you haven't got a space, you've got you in there. Uh, It's really about making that differentiation. So obviously clutter is really a no-no. So you need to really kind of get a little filing cabinet. It could be, you know, two or three packets of uh, cereals, Box together, you know, it doesn't have to be inexpensive things, just be creative with your filing, but creating some spaces where you can have things where you know where they are. And so you're going into the office, you're opening your computer or you're turning it on, um, and you do your day, you're in and out of the space, and then at night, you're closing it. You really have to close it. So you're closing your computer, you're tidying up your things. You're putting a cover over it, you're unplugging everything because, again, in your bedroom, that um, the, the radiation so the um, um, EMF electronic magnetic fields this is what's worst because you know you've got all the plugs going, the Wi Fi is going, the laptops going, the television's going, everything is going, so it's really hard to have all that negative energy in your bedroom. So close everything, unplug everything that you can, and then get out of the bedroom. Go and either have a walk or have a shower or you know, really kind of make it as a a habit to create those two spaces and actually so when you come back into the bedroom as the bedroom time, it's the bedroom time. And then you not, you know, you the, the the space is hidden, you don't have to look at all that together. And it's it starting making that difference between work and home. And those are probably the the hardest bits to do when you're working from home in a bedroom.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So let's assume that I don't have to work in my bedroom. I think those are wonderful tips. And I know that there are people out there who struggle with that because they either live in a small space or you know, they've got kids and they need to be you know, away from there when they work or whatever the case may be that people are, are working in, in their bedroom. But let's say that I don't have uh, necessarily, I'm not working in a bedroom, but I might be using some other piece, uh, area of my home that isn't necessarily a dedicated office, whether mm-hmm. that's the dining room table or the, you know, the coffee table in the living room, what other tips do you have? So, aside from like making this uh, go away or disappear in that habit of separating the two, mm-hmm. what else what else can people do in their home workspace to yes. make it more comfortable?
1: Yes. so something that is very important, and again, probably most of us do is subconsciously, is being positioned in the right position. And this is right in terms of your bed. It's right in terms of your desk position. It's ter- right into your sofa. So, have you ever seen a CEO of a Fortune 500 with his, you know, with his face against the wall? <laughs> you have Not it, right? Not very
0: often. No.
1: No. So the CEO of the Fortune 500 is in his big office. He's got the the wall in the back, who protects him. And you can see anybody who's coming in, oi, you, right? And that's what's happening. It's a lot of the time we either put the, the desk against the wall for practicality um, or we work from a, a corner of the kitchen, but we have our back against the door. And because your body's here to protect you, every two seconds, you don't know what's going on behind you. So your body is like, it's in alert all the time because somebody could come behind you and stab you, right? And that's kind of not the kind of things you want. So even if it's in your home, you'd never know. And you get that, oh, 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 oh I've never, oh, I didn't see you there. You're right, you've done that before, haven't you? So put yourself in the commanding position. Put yourself in the space where there is no way that somebody could come behind you to stab you and you can see people coming through the door and actually you don't have to move okay i know you were going to ask me a question now it's not always possible i know you were going to say that weren't you right okay so there's an extra tip for it's not always possible my tip is put a mirror in front of you Hmm. okay right so if you go your computer here that kind of level put a mirror on top or a little bit on the side as if you're looking in the mirror when you're in the car, right? You you can't turn around and, you know, in the car looking every five minutes. <laughs> so, and this is really good as well when you're in an office space, right? And you've got those big offices, more corporate spaces and you can't move your desk, you know, to see what people comes in. So having on the side, a little mirror, then you can see what's going on behind you
0: and your body like that
1: you know your body straight away oh it doesn't have to worry
0: so I have a tip and my tip is for those people that are maybe working in an office space if you're worried about someone stabbing you in the back you might (laughs) want to look for a noob
1: new job that's a good tip yeah absolutely
0: (laughs) yeah the corporate culture might be part of your problem not just your physical surroundings and and that could be part of that energy as well (laughs) let's talk a little bit more about because I think right we're talking about how we feel and how we perform. But in the book, you talk about how this impacts business performance and how we interact with customers. So let's talk a little bit more about that, because this is not just woo-woo for the sake of being woo-woo, right?
1: Well, I try I, I try to add a little bit of like, uh, you know, some scientific bits out of it just to to get a bit of meat into it. <laughs> <laughs> you know that 90, 95% of consumers, people buy by instinct. They will buy because they connect with that thing straight away. You talked about, you know, all the sweets, you know, at the, the outside by the uh, the checkout. Oh, ooh, suddenly you just see that sugar and you're like, oh, you're palpitating and you just want that bar of chocolate, right? They're just, they're, they're terrible because no. you do it. You know, I know it, and every time I get caught by it, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know it's coming.
1: You know it's coming, right? And, and and you know it's the same with shoes. You know, as soon as you put a sell shoes sign on, there you go, off I go. The then no, my ying energy and my yang energy just go totally kind of bonkers, and then I I can't think anymore. <laughs> it's my emotional things right and that's kind of that's where things are when you start really connecting with your customers on that emotional level and the very much easiest way to do it it's that five senses because those five senses and that's been scientifically researched around the world the five senses connect that emotional level straight away they're the drivers whether it's good or whether it's not, it, it's going to release you the either happy hormones, your endorphin, and you, you know, the do- dopamine, and you feel good. So you want some more. It's something smells nice. Mm, you want to buy that bread, right? You know, if it doesn't smell nice, oh, you know, you're going to walk away, right? You know, the
0: mm-hmm.
1: fish and chips shops, and it just smells of <laughs> dirty oil. You just walk away from it i'm not putting it, i'm not going in there and and that's really so that your connection um affects your behavior we know that you know it's it's all about how we behave and so when your ying energy take over the ying it's all about the subconscious whereas the yang energy is all the conscious mind so if you take too much time and start thinking about it then you're buggered not you <laughs> 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 but whether it's a website or whether it's um it's in person you go into a website and you're looking suddenly the first image grabs you you look at it and it's just like wow and there's some colors or music comes on and you're like ooh. And, and your attention goes on it, it's, you know, it's really cool to look at analysis. And, you know, we do a lot of analysis with the eyes and where the eyes go, you know, when you're putting the glasses. And those are really cool to do when you're creating a website. But the thing is, it's the same thing. What shape do you use? What color do you use? What, you know, image do you use? You know, and all those things. You know, it's it's that branding. It's the Feng shui branding and the marketing to it. It's your promise to your customers. So when you start promising something and you're consistent throughout your brand, the customer know what is expecting, you know, and that that, that makes everything so much easier afterwards for the employees to deliver. Because Mm -hmm. they've got, they're just following that. They're in the same pattern. Do you you see where I'm coming from?
0: Yeah, it also seems to me that the emotional state of of employees that are dealing with your customers has an impact that we don't always think about. And whether we're encouraging, uh, if they work from home, ways for them to improve their environment at home, or they work in a corporate space, an office space, and, and what environment that is, um, has an impact on how they interact with our customers.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. If you feel good in yourself, you're gonna give great service. You know, you're gonna work as a team, you, you're you gonna want to come, you know, you're gonna really kind of, you know, be here and love what you're doing and where, where you are. And I think that's why the employee experience is so crucial. And looking at this, all the step, the cycle, the whole cycle of that employee experience, that you really kind of bringing more care into that and really kind of making the the people feel that, you know, you care for them. You know, and there was a figure that was pre-pandemic, so it'd be really interesting to know out now, and I'm thinking they could be even higher now, but eight out of 10 people uh, in the US said that they're working for an organization they don't think that care for them Mm. eight out of ten people don't think that the organization that they work for care for them I mean how terrible is that that you're going to work every morning thinking that no one cares about you why am I doing that
0: Yeah, and I think that speaks to exactly what you mentioned earlier when people are just saying, you know what, I I might go just, why am I doing this when I can, you know, try and work for myself? Mm. And um, certainly I think the companies that uh, really take care of their employees saw far less impact uh, as far as turnover goes than those that treated their employees like they were cogs and in, in a machine for sure
1: yeah yeah for sure and, and if anything has brought and i hope that we are not going back that way uh because we are have evolved into a higher consciousness now and 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 i think the the woo is is almost um they almost want it because you know, this doesn't work, this doesn't work. So what is going to work? You know, what is, you know, what is the alternative where we can really kind of show that we care? So we talk a lot about well-being at the moment. Um, But yes, it's great to talk about well-being. But Fruity Friday isn't well-being.
0: <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. And, and, and I it do- is very much, it's culture, right? It What it comes down to is is having that culture that, actually does foster a, a safe environment, a comfortable environment, an environment that people want to be in.
1: Totally, totally. And the more you breed it, the more people will want to be here. They'll bring their friend and family to work in that environment because they all feel you know, that you actually care for them. And it's not difficult, you know, just knowing somebody's name and asking them about how their cat is, mm-hmm. You know, it's not difficult, you know, saying thank you at the end of a hard shift or at the end of a normal shift, you know, it's not difficult. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of sometimes you kind of forget the basis, you know, then we talk about customer service and saying thank you and goodbye and have a great day to your customers. But what about your employees? Yeah. (laughs) You know, good job, everybody. Well done, you know, and kind of, you know, really kind of showing them that you care, that they're all part of that journey with you.
0: Oh, I love that. Well, Claire, if someone wanted to check out either this book or uh, you are a rather prolific author, you've got some <laughs> other books as well. Uh what's, what's the best way for them to learn more about what you've got to offer?
1: Um, so I guess the website, com, so B-O-S-C-Q um, is a good point. And then I'm on social media pretty much everywhere. <laughs> I think that's okay. where you find me.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, we'll make sure that we put your website in the liner notes so people can um, go to com, And certainly LinkedIn, we'll uh, put your LinkedIn profile in there as well because that oh, is yes. how you and I connected Claire. (laughs) thank you so much i know i've got a lot of work to do in my space here but you've given me some great tips okay yes okay
1: photos before and a photos after
0: all right i i like it i'll i'll see what i can do give me a few weeks though it's gonna it's gonna take a minute Claire, thank you so much and have a wonderful day
1: bye bye everybody thanks very much rob
0: Next thing to you is brought to you by Happy Tooth and is produced by me, Rob Wire. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Feel free to give it a rating, but more importantly, please tell just one person about this podcast. Word of mouth is the best way for people to discover new content. As always, thanks for listening.